Hello and good morning everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. Today we're going to be talking about Wayward Witch, the final novel in Zoraida Cordova's Brooklyn Bruja series published by Sourcebooks Fire. So this novel follows um, somewhat the same formula as the previous two novels. You know, it follows Rose Mortis. You know, it's the f she's the final daughter in the Mortis family. And much like the previous two novels, she's also having um, this question of faith regarding her powers because the previous novel explored her powers a little bit more. She's something new. She's something different. But what she is is a sort of siphon and that connects her too strongly to the devourer from the first novel you know this novel really does bring everything full so full circle and we're going to talk about that a little bit more but um what rose does is you know her her faith is in question you know her entire life has been uprooted by both of her sisters you know she's living in a new house um, her father is back, but she doesn't quite believe everything is okay like her sisters. Her sisters are completely in this, oh, everything's okay, we're a happy family, la 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 Rose isn't like that. In fact, her faith is completely shattered to the point where she um, enacts a truth canto, which brings the truth out of everyone. And it also ha shows that her father has been lying this entire time. He does remember where he was, you know, he was in the land, the kingdom of Adas, you know, it's basically a fairy realm hidden somewhere in the Caribbean, you know, it's an island in the Caribbean, but it's, you know, hidden from mortal eyes, and that's where he was for years, and he remembers, and it breaks Rose's heart because she doesn't understand um, why he would lie instead of telling everyone the truth but it's very complicated and she herself you know she breaks the protective barrier and her and her father are kidnapped and once again, once again brought to the kingdom of Adas to sort of not sort of to save the kingdom from this blight this rot that is taking over the land and destroying everything you know it's moving closer and closer to the city and just destroying everything in its wake so Rose is brought in to be guardian so there's a lot of complexities there because she has a lot of turmoil with her father she doesn't really understand why he lied and it was very complicated for him because um, if you go into any folklore humans that are captured by fairies they tend to lose their memory of who they once were of their mortal life you know you can look in any fairy tale they're so enamored by the fairies that they just forget, and she doesn't quite understand why her father forgot them. She doubts her father's love, and it's more complicated than that. You know, there's this sort of magic around that's keeping everything twisted. And I really liked that fantasy element. You know, it was different than Alex's Alice in Wonderland um, story. It was different than Lula's Resident Evil type story and it's more it doesn't have as much action as the previous novel so the pacing does slow slow down um, a bit 
because it's more about developing the characters and it's more about developing this world and the mystery behind it. You know, there's a lot of complex emotions surrounding the characters and there's a lot of magic at play here as well. So while the pacing does lag just a little bit, um, Cordova doesn't lose her presence in the writing. You know, her core is still there. She's still focusing on the fantasy. She's focusing on the character development and those dynamics. She deals a lot with complex emotions and fighting to deal with loss of faith. And for her herself, you know, for Rose, she has a loss of faith. She doesn't understand this power. She grew up her entire life thinking she was one thing. And now that's completely gone. Now she's something else entirely. So she's also questioning her identity. You know, it puts a lot of strain on her and it builds this barrier between her and her family because she doesn't know how to talk to them. And she says that a lot throughout the novel that they, everyone just keeps everything bottled up. And so she's keeping everything bottled up because that's how she sees everyone around her reacting. You know, they just keep all the bad stuff in. And, you know, they don't talk about it, but that's that bad because. And then things like enacting a magical canto to develop the truth, to find out the truth, you know, it sort of spins everything out of control for Rose. She's not learning how to deal with her emotions. And in the Kingdom of Abbas, she is learning how to deal with her emotions. She's learning how to deal with her identity. She's learning to regain her faith in not just her. Um, magic, but in her family as well, because she's lost a lot of faith in her family. Because, you know, everyone's made a lot of mistakes. You know, her father has made mistakes, her sisters have made egregious mistakes. So she has to learn to let go. You know, she has this weight on her shoulders. And I think that's what makes Rose um, more different than her sisters that she's the youngest but she seems like the most mature of the three of them and that always struck me in the previous novels I always, I always thought that she was a very mature character much more than um, her age you know sort of characterized her but she's also the key element in bringing the family together so for that you know Cordova excels at character development at um, creating strong dynamics and making sure that the characters are multifaceted and it's not just Rose you know her father as well you know his entire story arc that has been hinted at since the first novel is finally brought to a close and it's a wonderful close because it ties up so many loose ends um, from the first novel. You know, this entire series has worked as a circle. It brought everything, <coughs> excuse me, it brought everything together and to a near-perfect close. You know, there's still Nova, you know, he's kind of up in the air, so maybe there will be another novel after this, but the Mortis family, the story of the, of the daughters of the Lurujas, their story has been brought to a close. Um, and the fantasy element, you know, the Kingdom of Adas, it's so richly described. You get to see the vibrancy of the fantasy, of the fae, of the fairy creatures. And you get to see all the elements and all these different aspects of magic going on. Now, what I really appreciated 
as far as Cordova's story is the fact that there is she she made the effort to create a word for non-binary characters um there's no brujo bruja it's brujex you know and i thought that was so wonderful that cordova made that effort to create a word for non-binary people you know it was amazing to highlight such representation to go that extra mile and invent a word that didn't exist for people who do exist you know now they don't have to go or force themselves into a label now they have their own you know they have their own word and i really appreciated Cordova's thought process i appreciated her representation i think anyone um in the lgbtq community is also going to admire that representation and the fact that she went that extra mile to create a word um overall you know i've already said this it was a really good story it was very rich it was very diverse um i thought it was just it moved a little too slowly for my for my taste especially after just reading bruja born you know that move that novel just moved so quickly so this novel moved a little slower than that so it lost me a little bit in that respect but i still loved the story i still thought it was a really good story i thought it was a really good way to highlight rose as a character and really bring her to life and to show the core of the family and to show all this fantasy and mysticism in the novel so overall once again um this was wayward witch by Zordova, Zoraida Cordova, um, published by Source Books Fire. Please remember to check out your library's digital catalog. And if money's not too tight, please check out this novel when it comes out later this year from your local, um, from your local bookseller. Have a great day, and as always, happy reading.